Well, take two, Vegas Fever Podcast. Uh, Jason and Paula here with you. Um, didn't have the microphone plugged in first time. Here we go, though. We got it right there. So uh, all good to go. We weren't that far in. No. Only a couple far minutes. Far enough. Yeah. So that we're going to talk to each other about this again. Uh, we, we've heard it, but you haven't. So here we go. Um Watching us on YouTube, uh, if you are, thank you so much. You can see there on the bottom of the screen our first, um, our first, uh, we'll call it uh, what, highlight bubble, whatever you want to call it. I don't really know. Uh, it's the Golden Knights uh, can clinch a playoff. Sorry, again, again, I did time. the same thing. Second she corrected time. me. She corrected me last time. The Golden Knights. Okay, the playoffs are already clinched, folks. Okay, so don't you know? So if you've been living under a rock and the first thing you've done is listen to this show, they're in the playoffs. Okay. Don't have to worry about that. The Golden Knights can clinch the Pacific Division. Reading is fundamental. I'll just look at that at the bottom. Uh, they can clinch the Pacific with a win plus an Edmonton loss in in any fashion. So Vegas can win in regulation and win in overtime. <coughs> and the Oilers can lose in regulation or overtime. It, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the, basically, the Golden Knights need a point. Um, I think is the main uh, focus of the scenario because the other, uh, the alternative, the other way that they can clinch is if they get one point versus the crack uh, versus Seattle, which is who the Golden Knights will play tonight, ten o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock on the West. Wow. Uh, they get one point, and the Oilers lose in regulation. So uh, the gist of it is, one point is all the Golden Knights need to clinch the Pacific Division. Uh, this is the second or third game that the Golden Knights can do so. And you were saying this, if they win the Pacific Division, this will be the third time in the team's history. Yes. So um, three times in six years, uh, first year, the bubble year, and this year. Um, Of course, the Golden Knights did not make the playoffs last year, so this is fantastic that the Golden Knights will be back in um, as uh, the Golden Wife switches us to to our next kind of topic that we're going to talk about um, about a week and a half ago. The Golden Knights were able to secure a playoff spot uh, when Nashville lost to Pittsburgh that day. Of course, the Golden Knights would go out and not win. Um, This is something that I believe we touched on previous show, and I might have said a little bit on Twitter, is that anytime the Golden Knights have an opportunity to clinch, they crap themselves. And I was certain that they were going to win, and I was very wrong. We spoke with uh, our friends who are now with Inside of the Rink as well, which Sorry, this episode buddy. and every episode of, of our show is brought to you by Inside the Rink. Be sure and follow them at inside uh, underscore the underscore rink on Twitter, insidetherink.com. Um, our, our friends, uh, our LA Kings friends, uh, who are now with Inside the Rink, Lords of the Rink, um, we had a, a Twitter space with them. And everybody picked LA to win. Except for me, I had it close. You know, I had it like a one goal game. Vegas was up five nothing in that game. Of course, they had to give up a couple to make it close. Come on now, uh, five to two was the was the final. I'll kind of go through a you know I I take a, a few notes here and there on every game and they're quick and we'll kind of go through that after I want to touch on the standings. So uh, Pacific specifically here, Golden Knights forty nine twenty two and nine, a uh, hundred and seven points. Edmonton, 48-23 and 9-105 points. And LA is uh, 
sorry, 46, 25, and 10, 102 points. There is Seattle there, 46, 26, and 8, 100 points. So everybody in the Pacific who is going to be in the playoffs, um, as of right now, because Flames, Canucks, Sharks, and Ducks are gone, they can't make the playoffs. So everyone from the Pacific will have 100 points, which is amazing. Seattle, second year, 100 points. Um, Could be a first-round playoff matchup for Vegas. Uh, They... You know, depending on how it kind of bounces, I mean, it, it could be a number of things. Vegas, Edmonton, and Seattle have played 80 games, and the Kings have played 81. So one more game for the Kings, two more games for everybody else in the Pacific. Uh, I'm going to jump to the Central here. This could kind of go a, a bunch of different ways. If the Golden Knights aren't careful, they can get hopped by Colorado um, because Colorado has three more games left including tonight against Edmonton. That's a really, really big matchup for Vegas fans to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, Avalanche, 104 points. Stars, 104 points. Mm. Wild, 102. Wow. And then you have the Jets, 93, and the Predators. I was going to say Preds and Predators, but then it was like Preds because I wasn't sure. So sorry about that. So uh, those two teams are both over 90 points, and those are going to be your wild card teams uh, right there for um, your Western Conference playoff picture. Uh, it is, it's crowded folks. And the next couple of games will definitely, everything will be sorted out. Now I did mention that there were some notes, uh, that we have here that I've been taking. So let me kind of go to those. Um, so what would this be about a week ago or more than a week ago? I don't know. We've got not showing up again in the second and third periods and that reared, <laughs> that reared its ugly head uh against against Edmonton uh a couple of weeks ago they lost to overtime against San Jose on a silly stupid pass by Alex Petrangelo I'm just saying this isn't nothing new it's been with every coach every since the birth of the team and I said that when we were talking to Lord of the Ranks Yes. This has been the issue with Gallant, Peter Boer, and now Bruce Cassidy. I like so. I like Bruce Cassidy. I think he's done a fantastic job. Could okay. be a, you know what I mean. I'm just saying, just in general. Okay, I'm just in like, general. I think he did, he's he's done a fantastic job. I like him better than Peter Boer. Yeah. I, I I think he brings character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll give you vertigo if you stare enough at him because he goes like this in press conferences. It's it's yeah. You have to be careful with that. You can get quite dizzy. But you're not saying anything wrong uh, that the Golden Knights haven't done. I kind of feel like I take the same notes uh, each and every week, each and every <laughs> yeah. month for, for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, not showing up for second and third periods. Silly turnovers giving the game away. They did. Now, here's, here's your Marc-Andre Fleury you know, moment. Uh, Vegas did beat uh, the Minnesota Wild about a week and a half ago and, and, and Marc-Andre Fleury 4-1. to one. Um, Laurent Brassois was great. That's the game that they eclipsed 100 points uh, mm-hmm. for the first time since the inaugural 2017-2018 year. Uh, that was a back-to-back with Minnesota. And uh, a little over a week, over a week ago, uh, Vegas went up to St. Paul and beat uh, Minnesota in a shootout. Uh, Pavel Dorofiev, that was the two-goal Dorofiev game. Plus, he scored one in the shootout, yeah. uh, which is not a hat trick, sadly. Um that's not fair. I know. Lu- the one that uh, now there's a couple games that stand out to me. So 
a week ago in Nashville, this was the Cody Glass winner. Jonathan Marcheseau committed one of the stupidest, dumbest Jonathan Marcheseau penalties. I am sorry. Dumb Marshy penalty. He commits a holding penalty in overtime, and that leads to the winner, which Cody Glass banged off of a Golden Knights player, I believe. Mm-hmm. And in the net, he got credit for that. Um, Alex Petrangelo scored both goals for the Golden Knights uh, that night. Uh, the L.A. beating uh, that we that we already <laughs> talked about. Um, I just feel like there's been a lot of um, really frustrating plays and frustrating losses and just gameplay overall it's not been smooth it's been very sloppy i feel like that's just i i feel like the 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 first 10 15 ish games after the you know all-star break trade deadline i feel like the golden knights were going really well Yeah, yeah they've suffered some injuries which we'll get to they're getting some guys back that's already up on the screen um hey look at that just look look time. who's back. Scared me. I am going to ask you. I just in time, just in time for players. I am going to ask you what you think about that scenario. Um, lastly, for the recap of the last couple of weeks, the shootout loss in Dallas. That was, uh, if you were able to catch the first couple minutes of the messed up, uh, YouTube that we did, which you won't, you'll have to hear it right now. Again, mm. Jason banged his head on the wall just slightly. Because Bruce Cassidy said that he enjoyed the effort that the Golden Knights gave. That's not why you banged your head. No, but it ties into the fact that I did not like the effort. And I am not a coach. I am nobody. I just, me and you talk about puck. Okay, that's what we do. It was a 2-1 victory for Dallas in the shootout. Vegas only scores one goal the entire game. I wasn't thrilled with the effort. I thought they were sluggish. I thought they were slow. I thought Dallas was the aggressor. I thought they played a lot on their heels, a lot in Dallas's zone. It got better at times, but not good enough. Kind of the same old crap that we talk about for, you know, since the life of the franchise. Um, they held Jack Eichel out. He's day-to-day. Zach Whitecloud gets hurt on a on a brush. Yeah, to, you were very mad. This was that. one of the headbangers <laughs> yeah. into the wall because Braden McNabb checked a guy into Zach Whitecloud's knee, and Zach Whitecloud was out for six, eight, ten yeah. weeks <laughs> with a knee injury, folks. Okay, so it was frustrating. Luckily, Bruce Cassidy gave an update, and it doesn't look as bad as it it looked bad. Wasn't good. Um but there's our cat. <laughs> our weekly uh, uh, our weekly Bruno uh, session. Uh, there's Bruno to tell you appearance. his thoughts uh, about the team. And I really can't say I blame him. So now we'll kind of get to what's been on the screen probably for yes. a, long, a, long, a long time now that I'm seeing it. Um, yesterday, Mark Stone steps on the ice uh, at City National Arena to participate in practice for the first time. And hold your joke, 69 days, okay? So I ask you, Vegas had Stone on LTIR for almost three months. Mm -hmm. He's coming back now, right before the playoffs. Calculated move by by Vegas or the man just had two back surgeries? I'm going to put this very, very seriously. The man had two back surgeries Major, major issues here. 
And this is about the time that he is back and ready. Is it a calculated move or is he ready? A perfect coincidence. And I'm being very sarcastic. Maybe he's been ready and they just have been holding him. Maybe he isn't really ready, but pushing him out there. I think either way it's calculated, no matter which way you cut it. I don't believe it's just happens to be great timing. I don't believe that. Uh, while I think about that, um, I, I don't want to change subjects uh, just yet. No, I, I, I do want to talk about yes. our new new friend. That, that's what I was going to do. Um, where did he Below. Go? I still don't know. Uh, so monkey cult coffee. Um, Which obviously I should have had a cup of before <laughs> we started recording this because I keep yawning and I'm so tired. I'm sorry, but monkey cut co- monkey cult coffee will take care of that for you. Um, Make sure you go visit their website, uh, monkeycultcoffee.com. Use our code VFP10 for 10% off. Yes. Check them out at Coffee Cult Life uh, on Twitter. Um, they have flavor infusions that will knock your socks off. And they're coming out, and I don't know if it is out or coming out, but I believe it was a coconut Coffee, I just seen on his Twitter or Facebook. I can't remember, but it's, it's a new flavor coming out, and I'm excited. But the one now is really delicious, really smooth, and we are down to our very last bit of it. <laughs> we got to get more. It's good stuff. Uh, and, you know, you have it once, you start to have it and every, you know, all the time. Um, so. I think we've said this before, but a, with every per. With every purchase, a portion of the proceeds goes to fighting pediatric cancer, which is a wonderful cause. And you can find all that information on the website. And please place your order. It's delicious. It's better than Starbucks. And yeah, Dunkin', any of that. Stuff. And I think it's, it's fantastic. I, I'm pretty sure there's a new flavor coming soon. I'm sure there is. Support small business too, yes, because please. these people work hard. Very um, hard. Before we kind of move move out, I wanted to say about Mark Stone, I wanted to say that I think that um, <laughs> it's not calculated. I feel like the oh, timing is interesting. Okay. Okay, the okay. timing is interesting, but the man had two back surgeries. You know what I mean? And why would they rush him back? You got to think about that. Why would they rush him back? There would be absolutely zero reason. There's plenty of reason. Okay, there is a reason. But if the man isn't right, why would you put him on the Sorry, ice? Sorry, toasted coconut rum, which I am so excited about. Toasted coconut rum. Because I am a rum girl. I think Mark Stone wants some toasted coconut (laughs) rum. I think he might enjoy that. Um, Maybe it'll wake up his back a little bit. Um, It says coming soon. And I need to know when. We'll let you know. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll figure it out and let you know. Anyway. This is the real um, reason for the show is the toasted coconut. That's right. Monkey cult coffee. Okay. (laughs) Hashtag join the cult people. So... Not only do we have Mark Stone coming back at the perfect time, okay, it kind of threw people off yesterday because the day before yesterday, he's on the ice. Or no, no, yesterday he's on the ice, but today he's not. So people are like, oh no, what's going on? Why isn't he on the ice two days in a row? What happened? Is this a setback? Oh my God. You know, so there is that. I think that it just kind of happens to be a good time. I get where there is a lot of pe- a, a lot of fans from different fan bases who are, you know, on this 
path of, well, they held him out on purpose and now he's coming back. Two back surgeries. His timing is all off. There's rhythm. There's gelling. He hasn't gotten a lot of chance to play with these guys. Vegas has made acquisitions at the trade deadline. He got, has to get up to game speed, and the playoffs is not the freaking time to do that. So ideally, it would have been great for Mark Stone to be able to play a couple weeks before the end of the season, but there's that LTIR I don't know really issue how much he's in the cap. Practicing. He's, he's, he's probably okay, been practicing more than we know. Is he is a seasoned player. Yes. Okay. He knows what he's doing. I yes. think people are reading way too much into that. In addition, uh, you know, we've got Shea Theodore uh, out. It looks like he's skating, so he should be ready to go. Jack Eichel missed some time. Uh, he will miss, I believe, tonight's game, and he missed last game. So you've got that. I have no idea about Will Carrier. A couple of people mentioned Will Carrier in some of the in some of the chats that mm-hmm. we're in. Um, I have no idea. I haven't heard. I, I don't. I, I, uh, I, he may miraculously show up, or he may not. Um, that was great news. Yes. So that's fantastic. Uh, I know that uh, Paul is scrolling over here, VegasVarsity.com. I know that yes. they just had a sale or are having a sale because yes. uh, a couple of people on Twitter mentioned how great the sale was. Is it a BOGO? I believe it is. Um, something like that. Um, a lot love discount. He keeps coming out with a new collection. And maybe it's not out. <laughs> you know, you know, second time. You know, while she's looking that up, check this out, folks. You want to run like me and like so many other people. What you do is you get this running oh hat, okay? VFP10 is the code, VegasVarsity.com. And uh, you can get this fantastic hat. There's also a shirt up there. Uh, it's behind the gray uh, VFP. He's it's got a Shark Tank shirt. Called the Nation, which looks really, really nice. Raider Nation. Yes. Yeah. I love the colors, obviously. Um, Silver and black, baby. But there was, oh, was it the baseball collection? Oh, he's definitely ramping up on the baseball he collection. He is. He's com- it's the not A's on the are coming. Okay. They're not on the website yet. Oh, but look at this uh, yeah. retro baseball hat. That's Anyways, that's the ones that UNLV use... used to. The one with the N is the ones that UNLV used to wear a lot back um, in the day. Please go support them. Yes. Again, our code is VFP10 for 10% off. Yes. Even sale items. So please go check them That's right. out. Uh, and that and VFP10 goes for monkeycultcoffee.com and vegasvarsity.com. Yes. The same code. You can use it at checkout. Uh, now we'll get to some, uh, you know, now we'll get to the sad portion of the show. It's, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's not always sad, but it's been kind of sad lately. Hopefully though, we've got some, some news in the next couple of weeks that rep, you know, that runner rebel fans will be kind of happy with. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, though, David Mwaka uh, announced that he is going to go to the transfer portal. That brings the portal um, six, the portalers uh, to four. Oh, it's not six yet, <laughs> but with the two guys that they're losing, it's six because uh, they're seniors, uh, they're super seniors. Okay. They've used all their eligibility, so UNLV will be replacing at least six players, which is not ideal, but it is kind of the college basketball world. Okay, so it's a in. excuse me again. Yeah, it's okay. Pa- hold on. <laughs> it's a throwback. We got breaking news to the '80s hustling rebels. That's right. And it's check out the new baseball collection available now 
see, I didn't see this one on the website. Is I it sold out? I love I told those. him that too. I said, I mean, oh, I, was the, I said, this is amazing. Yes. Which is, which Paula did that on Facebook, which you can find the Vegas Fever podcast on Facebook. I mean, this, you can't see I it, mean, right? But it says Vegas hustle hits differently. I mean, he's creative. These hats. Oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. These hats. I go. mean, I'm not really sure if we were supposed to do that. You know what I mean? Just why? showing a screen. Can we show a screen on a screen? Is there, there's no, nothing copywritten with that, right? It's my right? screen. Yeah. Don't. Don't look over here, okay? I mean, if you're if, if you're looking for something, you look, look anyway. at this championship hoodie. Yep. I mean, we need to learn. We need to do the share my screen, and then I could just do it from there, and I look more professional instead of this. But please go support them, and I was glad I found that. We need to get a laptop them. that's from this century, and then we'll be able to uh, adequately do that. <laughs> um, where was I at? Oh yes, sadness. Okay. In addition to the Runner Rebels losing guys, they are also striking out on a number of potential transfers that are in the portal that were, you know, that had heard from UNLV or that were thinking maybe about UNLV. They're kind of off the board. There is uh, our kitty. There is our kitty. Here's Bruno. Um, there is, we're those, we're those, we're those cat people, aren't we? We, we sure are. There is Jalen Hill, who went to high school in Vegas, I believe, and he went to Oklahoma. He is in the transfer portal. He's thinking about going to the NBA draft, but he is also visiting UNLV. And there is also a couple of Oklahoma State players. I believe they're brothers, and I think they're thinking about visiting. Uh, there is a huge seven foot five guy that is thinking about visiting. So some stuff could be on the horizon that's great for UNLV, just not right this moment. Hopefully we get some good news. That's kind of what, you know, this portion of the year with the transfer portal and thousands of kids being in it is just kind of a wait and see game. Who can Kevin Kruger and staff pull from the portal to create a team? Uh, hopefully kids with a lot of upside athleticism and that can gel at the right time to get UNLV Because he's going to need to have a tournament. good season. He's going to have to have a better season than the one that just ended I'm, in order to keep his job. Yes, so. <laughs> exactly what she said. You see, we're not, we're not sources. We're not news people, but if Kevin Kruger has a, a year where they're not in the NCAA tournament, I think that UNLV uh, is looking for another head basketball coach. And to round out kind of some coverage, I know this was a, you know, a little while ago, but flowers time for Paula. We're going to give it to her. <laughs> this is her time to talk about. But I was right. I didn't predict the winner because I, it was the wrong. Yeah, St. Mary's right, right. wasn't winning the NCAA tournament. They okay. didn't play UConn really well, though. Again, and that's who did I'll reiterate, I thought it was that one, but I got the, the schools mixed up. But anyway, um, yay for me. If you would have picked Loyola Chicago, that would have been worse than St. Mary's because they didn't win. They didn't even make it. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's why they weren't on the list. I wouldn't have been able to pick them. They probably wouldn't have gone very far either. Anyhow, Paula you said that was about San Diego State. Paula was amazing. Uh, uh, she correctly predicted that only a, 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 a just a small percentage did. Really, really cool on her. Um, <laughs> most people's brackets were garbage. Uh, hers was, except for this. So that's fantastic. I am really happy. So for 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 the University of Connecticut, that's five titles in uh, twenty three or twenty four years for them. And they were good in the 90s, but they couldn't get past Duke. They couldn't get past some teams. Um, and basically, I'm very happy that 
San Diego State did not win the national title because as a, you know, I am glad they did really well. However, it, I don't want to hear San Diego State's fans' mouths when it comes to they won a national championship sooner than you, you know, in more recent than UNLV did. So for San Diego State fans, San Diego State fans, if I can talk while I while I try and talk crap to you, okay, that would be great. San Diego State fans, you still don't have one, and UNLV does now. Over the last ten years, UNLV has been garbage. Actually, right, almost I will, thirty. I will really. argue the fact that at least they've done something. That's true. And UNLV has done nothing. One either. Sweet Sixteen in thirty-two years for UNLV. Only a handful of appearances, and they haven't been in ten years. Hopefully, that changes. Um, any hooser? Uh, let's kind of. Uh, did we miss anything? No. You don't think so? Um, at the Golden Wife on Twitter, uh, at Vegas Fever Pod uh, for myself. Please subscribe. Uh, you can check out Inside the, the Ring. Yes, uh, YouTube. Inside the Ring YouTube uh, is where we will be at. Uh, all other platforms, if you want to listen and not watch, go nights tonight, and uh, we're out.